I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. With me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian, and I'm ignorant, and that's why we're here. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes, and uh, tell your friends about it, because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. I'll probably say that at the end, too. Um, cause I say it a lot. Thank you so, so, so much to the new subscribers, all the new reviews. You're great. Please keep reviewing. It helps it pop up more and more and more people are finding us and it's just really lovely. Uh, shout out to my idiot savant patron, Nick. Uh, he gets the shout out every time and best idiots forever. Kathy Farrell, AKA my mama. She also subscribes to my Patreon. Um, you can subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed to get bonus content and cool things like uh, we do live streams and we hang out and I send you postcards. Uh, May postcards are late still because I was hoping they would turn up, but I have more coming in the mail. So you might actually all get two in June because postcards are a nightmare. Uh, but I'm doing my best. Thank you to the new patrons. Thank you guys for uh, Ellen and Denise uh, Braymayer. Denise, I don't know how to say your last name, so please let me know. Um, you can let me know in person because I'm going to see you. Um, please correct me and I will do a correction. I just am literally following the I before E rule. Um, Denise is heading up, organizing a meetup in Bloomington. I'm going to be in Bloomington, Indiana next weekend for the Limestone Comedy Festival. And we are meeting after my 4 p.m. show on Friday. Uh, Friday at the Buzzkirk Theater, June... What day is that? June something, whatever that... June 1st? Or is it May 30th? Or May 31st. It's June 1st. Okay. Um, it's going to be 7 p.m.-ish. Um, I don't think we've decided on a location. You guys, check out the Ignorance is Hashtag Blessed Idiots Facebook group for lots of fun chats, but also we'll post the details in there and um, someone tag me if I'm wrong and it's been posted. I am being buried alive under uh, prepping for my Edinburgh show. Um, so I've been really falling off the wagon on um, organization left and right, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, let's get to this week's episode. You guys, I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. Uh, my guest this week is Ian Fidance. He's an incredible comedian from New York, and this is probably one of my favorite episodes that I've recorded. We just had a lot of laughs, but we got super deep. I opened up a little. I ended up crying, which I'm not embarrassed of, but I am embarrassed that um, I try to, you know, make it all about the guests. And so I'm a little like, Oh, I got so sad, but, uh, Ian's a great guy and he's a good friend and he just, you know, brings the feels out. I talked to Ian about a lot of things. Um, but the main focus was Ian's, um, uh, sexuality. He's bisexual and, um, 
he's also bipolar, so we talked about both of those things. He had a psychotic break a few years ago. We talk about that. We talk about how afraid he was to come out and how he feels now and how life is going and um, and how it changed everything. And it's just a very interesting conversation with an extremely interesting human who I adore. And uh, I think you will too. So check it out. Go find Ian, you know, wherever you peruse the internet and go see him live when you're in New York or wherever he goes. Uh, all right, enjoy. Well, okay, so you guys were talking about if we get sick of talking about mental illness stuff. And here's how I feel is that like the difference in saying I have depression or I have bipolar disorder and going I am bipolar is like so subtle, but it's almost like you're telling yourself this is who you are instead of this is a thing that I have in my brain that fucks with me. Yes. And so it's like you you become like, oh, well, I'm just... Theoretically, I'm not saying you do, but you could become like, well, I'm just depressed and that's how it is. Right, yeah. The and difference it's like that between can am and have is yeah. very important. And also I noticed, in a way, like, talking about it almost keeps you accountable. Yeah, because... For those things, like, especially because I'm an alcoholic and I used to never talk about it. I used to oh, never yeah. tell anyone because I was afraid... If they, they saw like, you slip up, then it's... Well, no, I was afraid if they knew they'd leave me because that's like a thing of like, ah, oh, dude, you're fucked up. You know, oh. so I never talked about being fucked up. This was when, before you were sober? Or even No, after? this was after, I was living in a halfway house when I started comedy. I never told oh, anyone wow. in comedy. I never talked about it on stage. I was living in a halfway house. I was fucking sober. It fucking sucked. And I was afraid people would be like, oh, what a fucking loser. Oh, whatever. This guy sucks. I don't want to be around him. And so... Damn. I noticed when I talked about it and when I would talk about it on stage, it held me accountable Yeah, in a way that made it more real and visible to the point where I had to be like, oh, okay, this is what I think for alcoholism, I have to be like, this is what I am. I am an alcoholic and I have to address that. And I think to a certain extent, you got to say, I am depressed. I am bipolar. I have to address it. I yeah. do have these things. Of course. They don't make me who I am. But they don't define me, but they do but they define part a of part of me that I need to address and, and healthily take care of or else it's going to get the better of me. That's true. I guess it just depends on how you handle it. I guess I just worry about. Right. It's my, I mean, this is my own projection of at a certain point, because you know, becoming that person that just goes, well, I'm just an alcoholic and that's how it is. Right. Well, I, there's a or definite people... difference between like going through something, coming out and speaking of it in the past tense. Yeah. And being like drunk and being like, I'm an alcoholic. I used to be sober. And everyone's <laughs> like, ew, get your shit together. <laughs> like, like, like when someone like is on stage and they're like, I'm depressed. This is, I'm currently sad. It's and everyone's like, like uh, shut up. Well, that's, and that's the thing too, is even when you try to do material on depression, sometimes it's like, because you can write jokes about depression when you're in it or when you're out of it. But it's, I found with my stuff, sometimes stuff I wrote where I was like, I'm good now, but here's how I was. Every once in a while, I'm trying to do that same material and I'm actually in a funk and it's just the audience is, right. oh, she's like really sad. Well, I've, I mean, I just came out of a thing, and uh, I noticed... The thing? I was it a massage parlor? <laughs> I came out of that last night. <laughs> Something <laughs> else came, too. Oh, no! So Wait, can we talk I, about this? Okay, yeah. Can we just jump? Like, let's just derail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where do we start? Well, we were attacked. Is, the question is, is, are STDs transmittable by mouth 
in under two seconds. In under two. Wow. In under this two seconds. This lady's impressive. I didn't come in two oh. seconds. No. <laughs> God damn. No. She put her. I was getting a massage. And there's totally a, there's innocent. A special, there's a special uh, body language that you. You grab their thigh. No, you don't grab at all. When they are touching and grabbing you around your butt, you kind of point it in the air and go, oh. <laughs> so, or, <laughs> oh, mm. that's the secret code? <laughs> so it's then they know, oh, a he likes it. cartoon of a horny guy? Ooh. There's a secret language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting your butt in the air? Uh-huh. And presenting, presenting yourself. <laughs> yeah, you got to peacock a little. <laughs> And, so they and know. let them know you want your feathers tugged. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just tugging feathers. <laughs> okay, so you got plucked. <laughs> well, I got plucked. No, but I was just like, yeah, man, I'll fucking take a handy one. Yeah, a little so rub tug. This fucking lady, she fucking turns me over, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get the old hand special. <laughs> As I got my eyes closed, and all of a sudden, she puts her mouth on my pee. <gasps> no, no, I had my eyes open and because just, oh. I could I could tell she was getting because she went down. She kissed she my was penis. Getting wily. Oh, she you kissed. Know, did you think that that was some sort of she, ritual? She went. Like, she went. <laughs> like like a little like that like, must be what she does before she jerks it off. Like like she dropped me off at school and was like, "Have a good day." Oh my like that's God. what it was and so she she kissed it and i went this mm. lady's on watch this is a bit much you know and i didn't go mm-hmm. how dare this woman who responded, i didn't give her i didn't give the verbal present. clue of mm. i didn't pop up i popped down i didn't pop down sounds like did, but did your dick pop down or was your dick like we respond to touch i don't my, care who she my, is or what your dick standards was like, are what i didn't she could have facial burn scars <laughs> and you'd like, still be like all right that was a kiss <laughs> yeah 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 dicky happy and so and so when i turned around i had my eyes open and she was kind of like touching or whatever you know trying to get the the old mill work and you know what i mean oh God, i don't know what i mean i was searching <laughs> so, so the old mill what's wrong with your dick <laughs> nothing she was trying to get me hard oh. and uh and so she i looked and she put her mouth on my penis and i went no 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 <laughs> no 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 you shamed her i object objection no thank you no thank you and, uh, and she went no and i went no thank you was she deeply hurt uh no i mean i imagine she'd probably be relieved like oh thank god yeah. and then one of her teeth fall out right oh god she had some no. dirty chinese teeth dirty chinese teeth <laughs> yeah i am going to take that you know you know, like when you look at a Chinese construction worker and they're just chain smoking and then you see their teeth and they're just all tarred up. Oh, uh, I think you know? my mom has was like Chinese teeth. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing any hat she was ever given. Uh, my mom does <laughs> Squatting, wear... Squatting, smoking, long white cigarettes. <laughs> my mom wears hats all the time. She has like short hair and she chooses to wear ball caps. And I'm not kidding. I had a friend meet her and she was she saw her... She was hanging out with my family for a week and she's like... Does your mom have cancer? No. <laughs> and I told my mom because I thought it was funny, and my friend was so mortified no, that I told my mom. No, she's just cancer cosplaying. Yeah, no, she just does that. My mom loves hats so much that she has dangly earrings that are ball caps. No. That she wears with her ball cap because they match. Wow. My was mom- she like molested while wearing a ball cap? Or oh, something? I don't know. And so I should now ask that like her. is a I'm thread throughout her, her life. I love my mom. Yeah, she's yeah. such a character, though. Yeah. She's so is mine. She's. Definitely a mess, but well, or she was. Hey, She's responsible for some of my quirks, but you know. yeah. Ah, uh, I forgot the point of this. Oh, Chinese dirty teeth. Okay, wait. So you stopped her, but you're still worried that you're like, what if? Yeah, like can it can, can I, you get like, hurt? Like when you drop food on the ground, it's not really dirty for the split 
couple seconds five it's seconds. on the ground. Five, five second, second rule. rule. But with the mouth, is there a five second rule? I think so. Right? Because you have stuff constantly in there like killing well, bacteria. I, I was really trying like to a dog's mouth look her clean. in the teeth. I was <laughs> looking at that teeth? gift horse in the mouth. I was, <laughs> I was really looking in there to be like, did she have any discernible signs? <laughs> oh my you know? God. Like when she hugged me and gave me the water afterwards, I was like, you know, yeah, well, what would you like if you were drinking water? Let me see. And you're just <laughs> like your staring mouth. at her mouth to see if there's any yeah, yeah. open sores. I just look like a, she didn't have any open sores. She, she was all right. She just had dirty <laughs> teeth. None as if like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was I just know. one. I, well, I don't think her tongue went on it. It was just like her man, her lips didn't have anything. But it, you know, it lady, what are you doing? Well, I didn't say yes. I mean, maybe that place is known for that, and you're you the fuck up. No, I've been there before. Didn't you get on Rub Maps or whatever? Is that a thing? What? Somebody wants to tell no. me there's like a secret Dude, let website. Me t- let me tell you to n- find the rub and tugs. The government got rid of Backpage, and I didn't know they got rid of Craigslist ca- Casual Encounters. And oh. I was trying to troll the other day at like six a.m. And oh, no. I went on casual what encounters while you were and I haven't phase. felt sadness. Oh, I'm off the rails. Oh, <laughs> I know. But I feel like that, that went away while you were. How long were you celibate? Since November. From November to May. Oh, wow. And you just broke like pretty recently. Yes. Because it's May. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like this pollen and you went on the michael jackson from thriller so wait yeah you're on craigslist back page so you went from like zero to 100 pretty quick or oh craigslist. i signed up for grinder in a heartbeat oh my gosh <laughs> was, oh because yeah. you're a bisexual yeah so was it have you been on grinder before never how's that a whole new world it's so different than talking to women on dating apps, it right? is insane it is the snap of the it's like seamless for fucking oh my so <laughs> you it's just, just like, get them to show up yeah, it's and insane. They come, they eat, insane. they leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they bring you a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's just it's like insane. men sending buttholes and dicks. I mean, I can show you. Do you? I mean. It's insane. We'll Especially because my, my tag on there is like Dom Top for Sissy Bottom. So that's, <laughs> is that what you're into? Uh, yeah, I like being the dominant one. Yeah. Even in my relationships with women. Yeah, I'm but dominant. do you actually want like. Because sissies, like, that, there's an actual sissy fetish. Well, I like feminine men. I don't yeah. like super, like, effeminate men, but I like, like, a feminine quality. Like, I don't like hair. Okay. I like, like... You like boys that look almost like girls. Yeah, and I'm into trans women. So it's like I'm, like, so close to just being with only women, and then something happened in the gestation period. Where you're just where like, but like, dicks! But also black dancers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think everyone, if they're being honest with themselves, is into black dancers. Dude, can I tell you, before I was, like, out, so there's this shitball club in the city called LOL. And oh, I forgot about that. Right? And right now, it is in, I mean, it's like it's like a shit comedy factory. Like, the place they're at now is an old strip club in Times Square. Jesus. There are three different rooms where they're running shows Doesn't it just consecutively look like a weird... throughout the night. The manager room? I've gotten fights with before. I don't work there any longer because they stopped paying cash and they moved a check that you get every two weeks. And it bounces. And Yeah, right. And they, they cut my pay one night for a show that got canceled and I was supposed to host. They're like, well, we're not paying you. I was like, yo, fuck you. That's not the deal. showed up. So You're the, like, I'm not the promoter. Dude, the manager sucks. And his, fuck you. Dude, his name's Roy. And fuck you, Roy. I worked there for so long, and he could, he never pronounced my name. And he was like this effeminately How did he fuck up your name? queer man that would wear like boas but would and would have like an assistant that was, you know, Will Ferrell in, when he was Magatu? Yes. His in, assistant was uh, like Todd. And, oh and everyone was like, dude, just come, come on. Come out. And so he would go, he would go, hello, 
ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to LOL Comedy Club. Please welcome <laughs> your host as we present to you, Ainan Feinant. <laughs> and I'm like, Roy, you've known me for a while. It's Ian Feinant. How Finance. do you fuck up Ian? Ainan Feinant. Is he crazy? Dude, I mean, he yeah. banned someone from the club one time because he fucked someone's name up on the announcement and the host went up and was like, give it up for Ray Fadabingboo. <laughs> like, he just like made up his last name and he's like, and he's like you're fired. You dare disrespect me. Did he do it over the speaker? Because uh, <laughs> that'd be so funny. I don't know. Maybe you're fired. Like, you're fired. Dismiss yourself from my corporation. Todd, lick my feet. <laughs> oh my God. Todd. Yeah, oh. but that place sucked. But at the old place, uh, Yo, so there were other rooms for shows. There were like four different, but in between shows, like before certain shows, <laughs> they would rent it out as a dance studio. And one day, oh my I went, God. one day I went in the wrong room and it was, I opened the door and it was all black dancer <gasps> men. And literally I went, oh. like <laughs> I, it was, it was like, You're I like opened the door to heaven. You excited you didn't like, know you'd and, be. And ever, all the other comics, nobody knows. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of fucking fags in there. Oh, geez. Oh, was this before you were out? <laughs> yeah. When did you come out? Mm. Pretty recently? Yeah, like, um, 20, October, like 2016. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you know that you were bisexual for a long time and not say anything? Or did you just kind of go like, wait a second? Oh, I thought I was like gay, like I like secretly gay, like so much like inner hatred and anger and like really? shame and guilt. But did yeah. you not like women? I loved women. So I always you dated like, I'm women. So I've been like, it was so confusing because I would like, I've had girlfriends, always fucking hot chicks, always, yeah. all the time, girlfriends, uh, banging around town. It just sounds like you're you lying. Know? I know. Always, I know. always, always, hot, chick, always fucking hot chicks, girls, they're, banging around they're, town. They're, they're wet. <laughs> Things get wet. I love wet pussies. Vagina. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Love licking vulva. La la la. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, and and I just like, I mean, the shame and everything of like, am I? Fu I can't be gay. I can't fucking be gay. I'm you not like gay. felt you like you don't didn't want to be a gay person. I or? thought it was like evil. I thought it was like wrong. Did you grow up in a religious household? Well, uh, not a household, but I went to Catholic school. Oh. I wanted to be a priest when I was younger. Well, that like, makes sense. I read my Bible. Uh, when Did my, you get touched? When, when I wanted to get no, I I. Fucking, I'm kind of angry about that. Yeah, no, that's how I wonder if there are like altar boys who are like. I was not? an altar boy. Yeah, why? You're like, was why I not, not good me? enough? Huh? Why not me? I mean, I was criminally ugly as, as in middle school. I'm just picturing you as like a slutty altar boy with like <laughs> your little like dress lifted up the yeah, like robe. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oops. Yeah, I I like to get the body of Christ. I'm on my knees with my tongue out. <laughs> 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 Just like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Instead thank of you, father, father, you call him daddy. Mm. Thank you, daddy thank Smith. You, daddy. <laughs> or whatever, father Farrell or whatever. No, but I, I like, I I was, I, I like, like to, when I would get in trouble when I was younger, my parents would take away like my picture Bible, you know, like I was like such a queer little. Oh, you were like a little religious. Yeah. Like I loved not. God, loved God. God. Yeah. And oh. so like. I had all these conflicting things inside me because I love women Because you're like, God's going to be so mad at me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to hell. Oh, yeah. And all my relatives are dead. So it was like, they're all watching me and were you be like in evil. Well, it's like, yeah, well, that makes me go like, okay, but if we die and there's a heaven, do we get to suddenly see people's thoughts? Well, that's the thing. I, I talked to, I was close to this priest in high school and he told me, and I never, I was like, 
I never told him what it was, but I was like, hypothetically, if I do bad things sexually, is my dad angry at me in heaven? <laughs> and he was uh, like, well, the concept of heaven is total happiness, and nothing so, you could do on earth would make the people in heaven unhappy. Cause it, because that's that part negates of the idea of heaven. And I was like, oh, interesting. You're like, so nothing? So now I'm going to go suck Your my friend's dick in, in his car after school. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm going to go to my heaven. <laughs> Wait, but so you thought you were fully gay? You weren't like, why do I like women? I Are you know. gay? No, you're not- I'm not. That's the thing. Like, I, I can't, I, I don't want to be like, like, I want to be intimate with women. Like, I want to like, Love women. contact and love and sniff your armpits you and ear. And like, I want to passionately love a woman, but I want to fuck the shit out of a dude. Literally. Sometimes. Jessica, please. Does that happen? I yes, think, yeah. it does. And, you know, <laughs> condoms are important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you that's go, like, all right, man. Diseases aside, I always, you I, are going to get boo boo with guys. Always. <laughs> Never always. with women. Never. I mean, well, if I got a, a monogamous thing, I won't wear condoms. Well, yeah, and I wear both, condoms. You like know each else. other. You're, yeah, yeah. And I get tested every couple months. Good. Uh, and I'm very upfront. I've ruined hookups because I've been like, just to let you know, I was tested a couple months ago. Are you clean? And they're like, do I not look clean? Fuck you! And I'm and like, you're like, All right, okay, well, well, I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is such a like weird thing to ask, but it's the responsible thing to ask. And you're like, yeah, no, of course I'm asking. Why wouldn't? Right. Yeah, I feel like I'm very responsible sexually. Oh, yeah. Bad, sorry. Rude. I don't think you guys could even probably hear that his phone going off. It's probably a booty text. Is it grinder? Right. No. Oh my god. Just a picture Fucking of a dick. Grinder. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so it's you insane. think. So men for you, it's like a carnal sexual thing. Totally You just primal, see their like muscles and totally their strong butts. And you're like, primal. I want one to squeeze around my penis. I mean, yeah, if you want to say that. Yeah. So like if you, like you see yourself, do you see yourself ever settling down and like getting married at all? I don't, I don't know. I was going to say, but if you It'd did, you think you would be terms. with a woman? It, I know it would be with a woman. Because you like intimacy with women. Yeah, but she'd have to be cool with me stepping out with a trans gal or like a guy every once in a while. Oh, man. You know, yeah. Here's the thing is, I go back and forth with that because I sometimes don't know if my idea of wanting an open relationship is some sort of self-worth, like thinking I won't be enough for one person. Or if it's just like, yeah, no one's enough for one person. I don't know if it's logical or, or if it's like a self-esteem I, thing. I don't think one person is enough, especially Forever. With, with our access to technology and so many things in our heads all the time now with all these distractions and like dopamine drips that are going on when someone likes a thing or like yeah. a picture, you're seeing these things. It's like totally not feasible and i think what i would love to do and i i feel that a lot of people can relate is to just be open and honest and honest. communicative and be like look i love you but i'm gonna have to go out and do these things every once in a while and it's got nothing to do with you i my allegiance is to you would you be okay with the other person doing it I mean, if there was that level of honesty and communication, yeah, like, I'd just be like, baby, I'm going to be here. You come back, wash your pussy because I'm going to eat it. And don't tell me about it. Yeah. So you Tell me about when you're going out. And if you start to go out and it's like the same guy, then I'm going to be like, yeah, what the fuck is up? But yeah. it's like, because I'll never go back to the same guy or like the same person whatever. if it's just a hookup. Yeah. Because it is just this carnal Let thing that I'm like attracted to. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Yeah, I feel like the key to any, obviously the key to any good relationship is open, honest communication. But, but even tough. if you go in and you're like, okay, we're together, but like if it's, I think I would go in and be like, it's us. But like if at some point this isn't enough, I just need you to talk to me about it and we'll figure it out right. from there. But it's Instead so of honesty, flying. 
honesty in any regards is tough because uh, the risk with honesty is getting the result of what you don't want. Because honesty doesn't care about wants or needs. Honesty only cares about the truth. Yeah. And sometimes the truth hurts. And sometimes the the truth truth is not what you want. So a lot of times, like, we need to give ourselves more credit for knowing deep down what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And listen to ourselves. But then we go to other people and we go, well, what do you think about this? Do you think I should do this? Because you so want much. them to co-sign that part in you that's like, do the thing that you know is not it's the not right good. thing. Oh, yeah. I have, like, almost ended some friendships. I'm not saying in, an, like, an abrupt way, but I'm almost completely done with a few people who will ask me things and I'm like, I, w- I will never be the friend that gives you the thing you want to hear because you want to hear it. Never, never. And then I'm like, if you're going to make me a bad person because I told I never you this is a bad idea. I hear the thing that I want to hear. And, and I really try to catch myself on going to other people to get like that little sick part of me that's like, do Validate you this. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think friends are just, we, <laughs> at a certain point, I think when you're younger and then it changes when you're older, but friends are just people that co-sign your own bullshit. Yeah. That's all it is. When I think finding a good friend is like... Someone that's like, yo... Don't dude, do that shit. A buddy of mine, he goes... We're, we're hanging out and he goes, Hey man, I'm not here for your bullshit today. I, I know you want to like, you know, talk about you, but we came to hang out and I want to do that. And I was like, dude, I fucking love you. Thank good. you. I need that. Yeah, so sometimes need you need that. someone to go like... Not now. Yeah. Like, I'm here for you at a certain time, and now is not the time. Yes. 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 And I do need the people I consider the best, closest friends are the ones who will go, you know, don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would rather have someone go, that's a, no, absolutely, that's a horrible idea than someone just goes, you know, like, what a, yeah, you know, if it makes you happy, if it's something that's terrible. Right. But, some people only want to surround themselves with people who will be like, yeah, no, that's the... Uh, for sure, and it's yes, empty. Yes, man. You know? It's fucking gross. But I think that's... I think honesty and communication is important in any type of... And that's something I really got to work on because... Because uh, you're a liar? No, <laughs> I'm not... Well, I mean, I was a liar through omission my whole life about being... Bisexual. Bi, yeah. You know, and that was... You know, everyone would always be like, you know, you're you're so sincere and honest and, and that and ate kind. away at you and i would be like you don't know the real me you know and i think that fed into a lot of my drinking too yeah i was just gonna ask do you think that like you drank oh. to like shut that part of your brain off where oh you felt so God. guilty yeah you know and i use that as a coping mechanism to run you know yeah. because anytime something was felt i was like i don't want it whether it was like pain from my past depression b- being bipolar which i didn't know about until later oh wow i just thought everyone gets fucking sad and hibernates and fucking angry and has these mood swings and then you just deal with it yeah it's so hard figuring out what is quote normal emotions you know yeah because so many people have different things For sure and when then sometimes like just the philosophical part of my brain i mean i obviously think that like Mental health is a big thing, and people need to like be aware of their things and figure out if they need meds, etc. But sometimes I'm like, well, how much is a disorder, and how much is oh, you're not like the cookie cutter human that we've decided we all are, right? Right. Because it's like sometimes I'm like, are we just this is how we've evolved, and right. sometimes I scream, yeah, <laughs> and sometimes I cry, and that is okay. Yeah, that's the that cr- is okay. We're socialized to be like everything's good. For sure. And I think it's a very Anglo thing, too, where it's very much a part of, like, Anglo culture to be like, 
we don't let we don't talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about something else. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, yeah. Please stop, stop. Like I, I was very and I, and I got cues, you know, as a child when, you know, because my my dad died when when I was eight. Yeah, and so was it like abrupt? I, I mean, I'm sure it was, but I didn't. You don't have to talk about it. Never mind. Yeah, it was it was a bad accident. I mean, it was like, like a freak accident. Either way, it's like, right. was it slow? No, <laughs> Why no, did I ask was, you that? It, I'm it sorry. It was like, no, it's all right. But it, it was it was a very abrupt. My aunt had died the day before, and then Fuck. he died the next day, and it was like, it was what a else? complete total out of nowhere, whatever. So uh, I, I, it's okay. It will be 25 years on the 20th, just oh, like a mind fuck. Crazy. Dude. And his birthday was yesterday. <sighs> Happy birthday! Like I yelled at the sky. Total mind fuck, man. Yeah. To have like friends that are younger than my dad's death age. Oh no! Yeah. Now <laughs> are you? Have you been alive longer without him? Yeah, I was with eight. Him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. At sixteen, I was. I don't know how math works. <laughs> no, I barely do. Do it's all right. Yeah. But it, I I noticed this thing where when when you get upset as a child and the adults get upset around you. You feel that they're upset because, because of you. Like you did this. Now that you're making you everyone did sad. This and you're ruining everyone else's mood, so you don't ever ruin moods. Yeah. You always make other people's moods good. Yeah. And so that like and and also I was so afraid of like this thing of being like uh honest about man, I don't know what it is. Like how do you articulate? Like I like pee-pees you yeah know, like, how do you talk about and it then when it's just not a thing that's even in your right so you go a man and his wife right right so and you go yeah, ah. and so like dude i i had relatives on my mom's side that like we'd go to the beach and the guys would be like kissing and they'd be like look at that over there isn't that disgusting and i'm like yeah it's disgusting how fucking hard i'm yeah. getting right now oh, i gotta go in the water <laughs> But I was like, oh, God, if I tell these people these things, they're going to leave me. I don't My want anyone to ever leave me band. again. Like, yeah. I've been left so much. Yeah, yeah. Aww. So, like, you know, totally. And then the, I had a thing with this guy. Was it like a secret, like, thing? It this was, was like suburban Brokeback Mountain, dude. We would get in fights in front of people and then, like, secretly meet up and fucking straight up, like, it was crazy. From, like, what? 11 to 24. Oh, you, like, were in love with this guy. Oh yeah, but every time I would try to like be like in- intimate, intimate, it would be like, "What? What are you a faggot? Get out of here!" No. And oh I was like, wow, he's and like, like he tried to kiss me one time. I was like, "What are you doing? Don't do that!" Because I was like so scared and nervous. And then like in public, we would like hate each other and fight. And then like, like you were like enemies in public. Yeah, I mean, very indifferent. But in grade school, we got in, like fist fights and everything. My God, it's in like front of white moonlight. Yeah, is that and what that was movie black. was called? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it was like. Half white was moonlight, Half right? White moonlight, yeah. Is that it was the just movie? moon, not moonlight. <laughs> it was part of it. <laughs> it, was just... it was dark side of the moonlight. <laughs> Sun and moonlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was wild, man. Wild. And then, dude, we like stopped talking for a while. And I would like get drunk and like call him oh. and stuff. And then, yo, know, I swear to God, after like in college, she became part of like a pyramid scheme, and oh, was no. like. Uh, <laughs> into like selling energy drinks. Like, if you buy twenty packs and sell eighteen, you will get this money. So let me tell you how many you fucking Marriott conference rooms <gasps> I went to to learn about this stuff just so I would have an excuse to call him and be like, "So I got those drinks coming. Uh, what are you really? going to be home again?" <laughs> Oh, you loved him. I had so many of these fucking packs of energy drinks stacked up in my apartment that I just didn't give a fuck about. (laughs) Things we do for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. When's the last time you talked to him? I mean, dude, he's 
got he's married he's got a kid Family. he just got like rebaptized as an adult oh wow yeah so he's just never coming clean who knows? But hey, man, that's happy for him. I, who am I to find someone's happy? Yeah, that's 100% They're true. You're not hurting someone else, you know? Do you think about him still all the time? Just every once in a while when you're drunk? <laughs> oh, you don't drink. <laughs> no, you're sober. I don't drink. I'm sober. Like, I didn't quit drinking because I kept but, thinking about it when I was drunk. Yeah, right? No, no. I mean, it was so much more than that. But it was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I will, you know? But it's like I, I, I don't ever want to think about any other guy that way. Intimately. Yeah. Like, you're like, do you think... Do you think you're actually not interested in that? Or do you think that was like so hard and painful that you're like, I've shut that part of me trying to connect with a man off? I don't know. Like, do you think it's like, does your family know you're bisexual? Yeah. But it's like real casual. Not yeah, as they, far as they, they don't d- care. That's the thing. Well, everyone that is like bigoted and awful, we don't talk to anymore. Oh, okay. And not because of that through like other terrible other shit, shit they did. Yeah. Because like, if you're bad about one thing, you're probably a bad person about terrible, things. Right. And so... Like, I, I would have family that, like, when Facebook came out, I liked, like, uh, equal marriage or what was it? Gay equality? Like, mar- yeah, gay. What was it, gay marriage or yeah. whatever, right? My aunt called me and was like, why would you like that shit? What are you doing? Really? It's like, yeah. why are you paying so much attention to what I like? Yeah. I, I mean, it, I was getting, like, signal. And, and they're, like, not good. I mean, you know, the, the one uncle that was, you know, homophobic and... Probably all that so shit gay. racist he fucking blew his head off so it's like oh, well you know there was shit going on there that, yeah, you know. keep all your truths tucked <laughs> in yeah 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 they'll yeah, make yeah. you crazy yeah yeah he, he shot his head off it was just a blood splatter of a rainbow flag <laughs> <laughs> in the shape of a dick yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so funny yeah uh, um but i mean you know I, honestly i spent so much of my life hating this shit and like why am I this way? I wish I wasn't. La 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 la. Now I'm like to the point. I've been in therapy for like three years straight. Yeah, I've, I've been good seeing like therapists staying. and shit my whole life. But I, it was I like Matt Damon did. I you leave know? therapists. Yeah. Oh, dude. One time I put pen marks on my arm and told him I was doing heroin just so I wouldn't have to like. I was in seventh grade, just so <laughs> I wouldn't have to like talk about real shit. You know, it yeah. was just so surface for years. Oh, and wow. I've been in like deep shit for the past three years. And Good dude, I am so fucking happy and grateful that this is my life and yeah. all this shit happened. And I am who, who I am. am. I am what I am because it made me this and I'm happy with so this. So you're now today. at a point of like now I'm accept I have acceptance. For sure and I want all I want to do especially with my comedy is to touch your uh, gross sorry, bisexual feet. Give <laughs> give let other people know it's okay to accept and love and are. I want to like give everyone a big hug every I time that. I do stand up. No me too and it's like I feel I feel like when I try to talk about things that are the dark, quote, dark parts of me or the things that are maybe taboo. So everyone's got them. That's the thing is that, and, and I talked about this recently, maybe on my own podcast, but there's this culture and maybe it's, it's a very LA thing probably, but this positivity movement of like, accept this and like, I'm love, I'm light, which is fine. But it's like, you, a lot of that, I feel like they're ignoring the darkness and it's like, no, you gotta like, I, like I view the dark parts of me as like another, like another version of my inner child where it's like, don't ignore, like you have that darkness cause you're trying to shove it down. And it's just mm-hmm. this thing that's like, I'm just here. I know this is so corny, but no, it's not corny. you kind of got to go like, yeah, no, I'm not perfect. And this is also right. who I am. And that's okay. It's okay to right. have moments where you're dark or moment. It's, it's okay to be out of the quote social norm. Cause the social norm is fucking dated and stupid. 
Well, we're kind of getting away from it now, so it doesn't matter. The social norm, I think, is is such a trap where it's, you know, you go to school, you get your degree, you meet someone, you get married, you have kids, the kid is then your life, and this and that. And then you're like, I hope the kid does something great. Oh, my God. But don't take any risks, kid. Yeah, it's so funny to see people, like, that were, like, outcasts in high school now having kids and, like, from birth trying to make the kid cool or, like, posting pictures of the kid and, like cool outfits or like i'm with her and the kid like is shitting himself yeah that's <laughs> dude when people put their very young kids in political shit oh it's disgusting it's well it's just to me what it does is it it's highlights religion the fact, it's well, like you know, parents it's like, oh we were all brainwashed mm-hmm. and i didn't realize that it's like oh my beliefs came from my parents going this is the form. truth this is how it should be for sure um let's lean a little let's lean a little into your let's talk about your bipolar so you're what bipolar oh can we can we can you okay so you said you recently gave up your celibacy. Is that, do you think you're giving that up from a totally healthy place? Or are you maybe, it's a manic thing. Sorry. Ian's texting. Probably a booty text. Well, no, He's probably no, no. having booze secretly Sorry, delivered. Was a, a dick pic <laughs> made out of a vodka bottle. <laughs> um, I would only drink my vodka out of dick. <laughs> but it's just your limp <laughs> penis <laughs> inside of a bottle. Like, it's art. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you repeat that very like valid and important question that I totally ignored? Um, I've already forgotten it. Oh, so you were celibate from yes. November to May. Do you did you go okay? I'm ready to start putting myself out there in a healthy way, or have you just like cut that and you're like fuck it? I need something. I need no. to fill the void somehow. Healthy because I use sex and I get addicted to sex and love, and I have the 12 steps of SLA in my wallet. Yeah, as like an avoidance, you think? or to As, as an avoidance, as, uh, I mean, I would use everything hole. to avoid facing myself. I used alcoholism a lot because it's always this thing of like, I'd constantly fuck up because then you go, I can't dig deep down. I got to get another day sober, man. Hey, I can't dig deep down. I, I got to stay off. Hey, man, another day sober. Congrats. So it's like you focus on the little thing. Yep. yep. Oh, that's so many people in programs like that. Yep. And where they do this that. is just their new thing to obsess over instead yep. of actually. It's like, oh, yeah, you're you're got to focus on your steps. Cool. Where's that fearless moral inventory you're right. supposed to make? Well, I was do- I was doing all those steps and I kept fucking up. And I've taken the things I learned from those programs and I what applied helps? them to my life. Like helping another person, that helps so much because it gets you outside of your own spin cycle. Yeah. You know, and I truly but, do to feel a point good you need to. Right, sometimes you've got to help yourself. When you're a people pleaser, I'm like this, I don't know about right. you, where it's like, at a certain point, I'm avoiding my own things by love. What can I do for you? How yeah. can I help you? How can I help you? Yep. For and it's sure. like, meanwhile, my insides are on fire. And I'm like, no, right. sure, well, I'll write your packet my, for you. Yeah. Well, that translates to my relationships because as a kid, and I'm learning as a kid. I had to take care of my mom. I had to take care of the people Same. around me. and I was I had, my mom's mom. I was responsible for the emotional well-being of... The world around you. Yeah, and I need to be responsible for my well-being today. Yep. And I use women in relationships because I want to be the one that's responsible for making you better. Yeah, I oh, I do that with men. That, you know, I'll fix you. Yeah. I'll help you. And then it's like I'm not working on me again. Dude, I, I got to have a relationship and it was so freeing because <sighs> I I admitted what I was doing and I was like, I have to take this step for myself. Yeah, and well, it fucking sucks, man. Hurting someone, so you breaking don't hurt up someone, with someone. It's, breaking up with someone when there's nothing that has, has like a thing that's been done wrong 
is the fucking worst because you're just like, I can't. I'd rather get broken up with than, than hurt someone I truly love. Me too. You know, it's really tough. It's so hard, but I have, I don't know if, sounds like you might be the same i realized the last relationship i got into i thought i was in a healthy enough place to like oh i'm not going to repeat that pattern of i get so codependent are you happy how can i make you happy that like i fucking just let myself just right to shovel and i thought i was in a place where i could and then i had this like little thing and i i went right back to the same pattern i realized oh i'm not in a healthy place to be in some sort of relationship and i'm glad for it I didn't, um, you know, do anything bad that I used to do to, like, cope or whatever. And I realized... That's great. Okay, this is good. This thing didn't end the way that I wanted it to, and that's fine, and I'm fine with that. And the lesson I learned is what I'm going to take with me. Yeah. And I... uh, I mean, granted, I did just have, like, a manic episode, but it didn't have to do with that. They just come. Wait, they just come. So are you on meds? I am, yeah. I took myself off just my meds. Was there a specific reason? Did you go, I don't need these anymore? I feel fine? No, I would always do that. It's like going my to the gym. My mom does, and it's like, how many times do you have to do it? Like, that's she what never I would learns. always do. I would always do that. And that's what I would do with booze, where I'd be like, yo, I can handle, I'm not, I can, I can have handle this. a beer. That's the thing. When <laughs> things get bad, I'm really good at being diligent. When things are good, I'm like, see, man, you can handle it. You yeah. deserve this. No, when things, I'm so used to like bearing down in the chaos that yep. I almost think now that I've been working on myself, when things are going really well is when I start to slip yeah. up. That's when I'm like, and my things are yep. food and sex, but it's like, yeah. I'm not used to, I'm not used to feeling calm. Right. So all of a sudden I'm okay and it's like, I'm not used to why? being. Why don't I? Yeah, being instead of feeling like That's why I emotion. eliminated everything. I, you know, no booze, no pills, no coke, no weed. And no then coke. I took sex I'm out. I don't even do coke. Right. No <laughs> coke, like, you fucking pussy. Uh, and I have really been working on not just being, but allowing. Yes. Trying to allow. Like when a feeling like comes, really just going, this is yeah, happening. Yeah. And, you know, I. I had an allergic reaction. I, I messed up my dosage of this medicine by accident. By accident? It's not like my mom where she's like, oops, I took too many of my pills today. <laughs> I don't She's wearing a ball cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, I accidentally doubled my dosage of Xanax. How oh, do you fuck God. that up? You work with numbers for a living. Oh, God. She's listening right now probably. I love you, Mom. I love you, Mom. <laughs> Please um, take your meds. No, I... When you take... So I was, I'm on Lamictal... Oh, okay. And you have to start in small dosages and work your way up because if you dosage jump, you can get a uh, allergic. You can get a rash, yeah, which can turn into Steven John syndrome, which is deadly. And they're like, "Look, when you take this, if you see any rash, you immediately stop taking it. You go to the dermatologist and you see your psychiatrist immediately." I'm like, "Okay, never got a rash, nothing. Did Why the did pill they even increases. bring up the increase?" Sometimes I'm like, what are you trying to get me so I can never get off of it? I get real weird about pills. Right, right. But well, wait, so what happened? I'm sorry. So I, uh, at a certain point, I went to my pharmacist and they gave me the 100 instead of the 150. So then I had uh, two bottles. I had a 100 and a 150 bottle. You just fucked it up. And accidentally, they were next to each other. So I was taking 100s, 150s, not knowing, just in so the morning. So you're just loopy all over your dosage. And you're just fluctuating. And all of a sudden, you- I get this rash all over my chest. I'm... You're like, it's I happening. didn't even notice it. I'm like, oh, whatever. Wasn't itching. Nothing. Wasn't what the thing said that it 
it would be. You're like, no, it wasn't what like a deadly fish. I just thought I had like an allergic reaction to like new detergent or whatever. Like, oh, well, whatever. whatever. So then it started to like get bigger and itch. And I, I didn't want to do anything to my meds because everything has been going like great. I'm feeling like, so no, good. No, I feel good. I don't want to jeopardize this. So then like I was in a manic downswing and was like, yeah, stop taking this so you can not have this rash. You don't want to die, right? Uh, so then I stopped for two or three days. Rash went away immediately. And I was so fucking outside myself in a bad way. Yeah, how are you feeling? Like, just- I mean, like, a friend of mine was like, dude, you looked empty. Like, I would just be, like, staring. Like, I felt like I was standing here and my mind was, was to somewhere. the right of me. Oh, wow. And, uh... You know, honestly, when I went on stage, I would be like, I don't want to fucking be here. This is what I and I talked about it in a way that was like because I would try to be like, you know, I was on the trade the other day. Here's a joke. (laughs) And people were like, what the fuck? And I would be like, I don't want to be here. I'm fucking in a thing right now. And then I would just talk about it. And and people love that. People loved it because it was like uh, honest and real. That's what people love real. My whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I started taking it again. And for a couple days, I mean, I was just, my fucking mood swings were out of control. Really? Did you do anything like. I mean, dude, Reckless? I almost fought a guy at a fucking bar show because oh, no. he like interrupted a comic, and then I You're go, like, "Hey, I'm bro!" Smoking cigarettes, I come back in, and he's fing- standing up, finger pointing at his finger in the chest. A different comic. Hey, don't fucking say that to me, man. He's drunk, so I- everyone's like, "Oh my god!" So I just fucking charge up, and I get in between. I'm like, "Yo, motherfucker, come outside and talk to me that way. Don't fucking talk to my friend that way. All right." And uh, everyone's like, oh, oh wow. God. And the guy like, <laughs> Ian's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> no, I would have fucking destroyed him. Yeah. I'm a lunatic, dude. <laughs> I know. I've got my ass kicked before, but I, I got some see good you. wins. I don't want to see you get in a fight because you shouldn't get in fights. But right. I bet you fucking go ham. Yeah, I lose my mind. <laughs> just hair flying everywhere. <laughs> hair and mustache. Your mustache flies It's a Tasmanian devil, but you just see like curly hair and a mustache. Can I just tell you something? I was talking to someone for probably maybe we had been talking in a group conversation and to each other for like almost an hour last night and he had a mustache. And then after an hour, I was like, I'm sorry. Is that a real mustache? No. And he's like, yeah. And I I was like, look, he's like, do you want to pull it? I was like, look, logically, I knew that it was real, but my brain was like, do you want to pull it? Is it a real? He seems like he might be wearing a fake mustache. I was like, I don't know. My brain works like a cartoon sometimes. And oh, I just, so I needed you to say yes so my brain could relax. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, so you almost got in a bar fight. What's the like furthest you've ever taken? Like, what's the quote? I, I know crazy is not like a good word to use, but because someone in a blog will get mad about it. Oh, fuck that. They're like, don't say crazy. It's like, don't say oh, crazy well, the, when well, I lit this, myself this, on fire. This, speaking of and blogs, this fucking dude. I and then I had to go on stage, right? And he's like, he tried to shake my hand. I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. You're fucking drunk, you know. And then while I'm on stage, he tries to talk to the guy loudly, like, hey, man, can we talk? And I was like, oh, it's funny you want to talk to him now when you were interrupting his set earlier, like a motherfucker. Yeah. And I was like, and you were trying to act tough, like you were gonna fucking hit my friend. Guess what? fucking hit me and you won't because you don't have the fucking heart and i was like you want to criticize and and say shit about jokes and i was like Get a blog. leonard bernstein said he's been around the world and he never saw a statue of a critic 
that's, like, that's what you are. You're a fucking critic, dude, and critics, no one remember you. No one will remember you when you die because you've never created anything. Every critic is someone who's a f- too afraid to do their own art. It's like for fuck sure. you. You won't take a risk. Your your entire existence is judging people who are willing to put themselves out there. For sure. Like fuck right off. Yeah. I literally will like. I'm sure if I ever get a nice review in some important paper, I'll be like, this is cool, and I'll share it, because you're supposed to. I do not give a fuck about what someone whose entire job is judging people's shit but never doing their own things of me. Yeah. Like, fuck you, you've never taken a risk. The only one I can respect is Roger Ebert. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Siskel was better. <laughs> I'm kidding, I don't know the difference. Why, uh, what did Roger Ebert do? Well, he was a critic, but he you felt that when he didn't like a movie, he like felt it in his bones. Like and he, he would also celebrate like things. Yeah, yeah, because he like, loved he's like, the I art wanted... of it so much. Yeah, he's like, I wanted. Yeah, he wanted everything to be great. Yeah, and half these fucking people are people that try comedy, sucked at it, and, and then they're like, they take now their I'm gonna anger s- out on yeah, start writing on. Well, guess what? We ain't the only ones that are mentally ill. Comedy.net. Okay? Why not? You know how We're many just... people are walking around and they ain't got a full deck. Yeah, you know what I mean? They, that's why that's why people like when we talk about it because they're like, oh, I thought it's the same as being like, <laughs> what's the deal with by like saying a thing that everyone does? And they're like, oh, we're all you guys cry sometimes. too." Right. I thought I was crazy. I thought I would just no, cry. crying's OK. Just, you know, don't. Um, it's not in front of me. Ew. Do it in front of <laughs> me or on Facebook. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got rid of Facebook and it feels so good. You're off completely. Yeah. I still have it, but I don't go on it. I took it off my phone. I got rid of the app, but I still fucking... I don't go on it. Well, now I have a, a Facebook group for my listeners where people post questions and stuff. Oh. And like, it actually started when I didn't have my Facebook group and I had a just an account under a fake name that I would just only do the group. I know only that's so crazy. Only post positive things about yourself. <laughs> no, I would just be like, who has questions for this kind of guest? But like... Actually, the reason I brought my... I was off it for, I think, a good month, and then I brought my account back so I could message New York Comics about shows. Hilarious. Because people are like, just... I, I have talk my to account, Facebook. I have Messenger. I still get bookings and shit, but I don't go on Facebook. I don't read shit. I don't comment on shit. I don't like shit. I don't even look at my fucking page. No, me neither. You know what I set it up? It feels so good. They have on Google Chrome, there's some sort of extension you can download, and I had my ex-boyfriend boyfriend at the time doesn't matter but he downloaded it because i don't know shit about computers where it erases the feed it's just gray and it has an, an inspirational quote that's fucking stupid. so like if you're on there you know but you have to get on for like business right, shit or whatever right. and sometimes i use my computer and like just keep my phone away from me because i'll fucking keep doing compulsive right. not work shit well dude when i had like a terrible break with reality two years ago and i went on like facebook insane postings really my my girlfriend at the time god bless her went on my facebook changed my password so i couldn't go on (laughs) were you did that make you crazy were you like someone changed my password no i mean i thought i was in a reality show and the the producers were like telling me not to post and like telling me to go out and do things so wait so two years ago you had like a psychotic break is what i guess it's called yeah it was a drug-induced psychotic break what drugs were you doing i was just just what pot pot wow and it fucked with my bipolar and i also had a thing where like i had a break with reality because it was around the time i like came out and i never knew that i could i never i thought i was gonna die with that shit inside me yeah you're like i have truly thought that i was gonna die and dude when that pulse shooting happened i was in a fucking trans bar and I was like, God. Was it, you weren't out? You were like sneaking No, I was tri- sneaking around. And I was like, God damn. If I fucking. Because I've been 
You're like, what if I I died in here and I hadn't come out? And my whole family, I mean, I was on the low. I used to, you know, walk, pick up dudes in the village and we'd be like making out and guys would fucking, you know, you fucking faggots, get out of here. And I'm like, if I fucking get my ass beat for like hooking up with a guy and no one knew. And then that's how they find out. They don't get to hear you. And so I thought I would never tell fucking anyone. I thought it was going to be to the death. And then when I started like telling people and people were like, I love you. It's okay. I like... I don't care never, how many dicks you suck. I never knew that I could truly be happy with who I am. And so because I was, I didn't think it was real. And I thought that it was all set up around me. Oh, because you're like, there, there's no way I'm actually happy. Yep. There's so no like way this is real. Like some Truman Show. Yeah. And I thought something was going to happen where it, this mask was going to be pulled off and was like, haha, joke's on you. You could never be happy. You've been punked by all yeah. of society. And I'll tell you, I was coming out to my best friend right we were at this place called joe's burgers in the east village right wow joe's also also makes burgers there was a there was a clown statue in the corner right that's right of course there was and i couldn't even verbalize at the time what it was i i didn't know if i was like bi or what but i was like listen man i gotta tell you i'm 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 like it's like sometimes i um he's like say it what's what's wrong man i'm like i'm i'm like I'm like, I'm like kind of gay. <laughs> and right when I said it, the clown went, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> it was like the fucking most perfect. We just broke out laughing and it was so, so funny. fucking perfect. Life is so beautiful. It was, that was something outside I'm like of crying us laughing. that was like, it's all right, man. <laughs> Look at this. Life is so ridiculous. Yes. yes. Uh. And so I just like didn't know that i could ever be okay and uh i totally had a break with reality and i went on like this facebook thing i was posting all this shit what were you posting i i was like ah suck my dick faggots uh i think i'm gay i love my mom i'm <laughs> having a part i thought there was going to be a rap party for oh, the show so wait was this apartment. all in your head yeah i How woke, did you, what I woke my whole apartment up at 3 a.m pounding <laughs> on everything i called my mom and i was like we did it we rapped we're done were and you my- hearing voices or it was just like... Oh, yeah. I was having... I thought signs were telling me to do and say certain things. Like, you know when you turned on, like, iMessage when you were younger? It was like... Boop. Yeah. I heard that, and that would signal to me in my head to look at someone else to get a message from them. And then and they you would, would hear something? Or just they, like... And then in my Something head, would come to you? And then they would pick up a glass of water to drink, and I was like, okay, they, the they're telling me to now talk to him. Okay, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, because really, you're like, oh, it's a low-key reality show, yes. so that's feeding into we your psychotic let, break. We can't let the, the other people know. We can't let know. the cameras and people that are recording know. That we know. That we know. It's because rea- it's not ready for the reveal yet. Wow. And the reveal is going to be at the party that I just called my mom about and told her that we were going to have at my apartment. Was she? Did she know this was all going on? She was asleep at 3 a.m. And she's like, all right, honey, I love you. And she <laughs> you just know? hangs up. And, uh, dude, my roommate <laughs> was, like, texting. I think he was trying to call my psychiatrist. And I thought he was calling the producers. Like, he's, what, we got to wrap this up soon. We think he, he knows, you know. And he thought, because I had just come out, he thought that I was on crystal meth. Oh, because that's like a thing that yeah. people say that, He yeah. thought that I was fucking off the deep end on crystal meth. Like, you're meth. like, I'm out, and now I'm going to just yeah, be, I'm sucking do a bunch 20 of dicks on the way to 20 more dicks, and I'm fucking, you know. Yeah, you're just like, eh, let's just suck, yeah. suck meth out of a dick. Right. And so, I mean, like, it was nuts, dude. And it was just... 
pot and, and like the way it and mania and, and bipolar mania. Yeah. and this coming out prior to that i thought a friend of mine worked for the government was trying to get me um on insurance fraud and so i couldn't use any sort of currency exchange because it would track me so i walked home from the standing room all the way to my apartment in brooklyn instead of using like instead of using the train or a cab and i wanted to get cigarettes but i was like i can't pay for it he's like listen man i'll get you cigarettes right now and i was like yeah because you're a fucking cop and when they want people to confess they get them like a burger and shit to like be their friend yeah. Oh shit! It was fucking nuts. Wait, man. so but did you eventually talk to your therapist about this? And yes. she's like, "Here she." I mean, dude, the the day after my my and they just were like that's the part of bipolar, and they could tell something, and they were like, you know, do we hospitalize them, whatever? And did I was they? like, so fucking manic. No, they didn't. I told him I, I wouldn't go. I wasn't going to go. I had okay. things to do, you know. I got. I'm on a show. I'm a star of reality yeah, yeah. show. Well, dude, the the one night. Outside the show, this fucking guy is talking to me and he's, we're talking and he's like, you know, we need to meet up. And in my head, I'm like, oh, he's a producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's meet up. Wait, we was he talk. trying to? And he's like, well, you know, it'd be best if we meet at my apartment. I'm like, yeah, whatever makes you feel comfortable with me. I'll come over. Gave him my email address. And he's like, you'll hear from me sooner than you think. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I man. Will, yo, I'm this, be a star. When we sell this show, yo, we're all going to eat, right? He was just a gay man. He was just trying to fuck you. He was just trying to fuck me. What that hurts? Because you're like, wait. Yeah. Is this part of the show? Right. Is this but, what I have I mean, to? Like, is what I got to do to get in in Hollywood? <laughs> Slash but, New York. You know, I I immediately went on medication. How I long did that last? Uh, a couple days. Okay. And um, I immediately went on medication. Had you been on and you went off of it, or you? I had never been on bipolar okay. medicine. All these depression, anxiety. And I, I didn't Did you know. not realize you were you had you were bipolar? No, I didn't. You just know. thought you were depressed and Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then I know. you know, I would always have these swings and I just couldn't explain it, you know. Yeah. And then it, it all like made sense when I got, you know, diagnosed. diagnosed. You're like, but Oh. Yeah. And um I used to have a thing too where I hated meds. Because it's like you feel like you're not your authentic self. I'm still on this thing, but I think I also just because I see the way my mom reacts, and she's, I think, just on SSRIs. But when she, my mom is like a textbook borderline personality disorder, but right. she'll go off her antidepressants and crash. Right. Like she's gonna kill herself. Right. And I just read so much about how SSRIs are like that. And it's like once you're they're in your system, you can't just go off of them. Obviously, you can be weaned off and there's an appropriate way to do it. But like I remember when I first got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and he's like, all right. The, the doctor was like, this is the med we're going to start you on. And then, uh, you know, he was like, if if you're not feeling fatigued, like, you know, it should make you feel a little lethargic and right. if you're not feeling he said if you're not feeling lethargic we're gonna up the dose right and i was like no right i don't want to feel what right the goal is for me to be more fatigued that's right. half my problem i just feel like and i know i sound like a little tinfoil hattie but western medicine is for treating symptoms like and the doctors who are like educated in western medicine are taught like oh this hurts take this and i think a lot of times we don't go to the root of it like i think a lot of physical and mental illness is like 
Well, a lot of sometimes we just out, treat the symptoms. A lot of the acting out is a symptom of the Something. root problem. Yeah, and a lot of times we just go, "Oh, you feel this way? Take this," and that stops the feeling. And right. instead, instead of going, "Let's figure out what's making you feel that way," right? Like, and not that you shouldn't be able to take something in the meantime you're like well while we're figuring it out yeah give me something that fucking makes me right. not want to hang myself every day but like yeah i do have a little bit of i want i might be i've realized like i think i might be addicted to feelings too that's mm. why when i start getting calm instead of just going i exist i'm calm i'm here in this moment i go i literally have a moment in my brain where I'm like what like i feel like my insides are like hello Right. Where is that? There's not a, 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 my chest isn't tightening. I don't feel right. s- scared or like jumping up and down with happiness or sad. Mm-hmm. Why don't I like when I don't feel something? I'm like, am I dead? Mm. Hello, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the point of all that was. Well, I think that the the fear is something. I think I worry about with antidepressants or with certain medications. That, like, antidepressants, by and large, don't make you happy. They just make you feel less. And I like feeling. Like, to me, I'm like, I want... And it could... It might be that, like, that's not a healthy thing for me. I don't know. Right, but your feelings are... Our brains are broken. Our brains aren't like everyone else's brains. Yeah, no, trauma changes your brain. Our wires in our brains are fucked up and are going... They're sparking and the sparks are okay. Those, the wiring being fucked up is okay, but sometimes you need something to lower the spark for sure so that it doesn't set other things on fire. On fire. Right. That's and a great so way to look at it. Our disease sick head is like, no, we want fire. Put the fire, make everything on well, fire. It's especially and as it's an like, artist, no, but though. the spark is kind of cool in and of itself. The spark's fine. It doesn't need to set fire because at, at a certain point, you run it out of ways of being able to put it out. That's true. I guess it's just... And as an artist, it's yes, that line you, you, that line you that, walk. Like, dude, I want fucking mania. I want to be fucking you. Yeah. I want to be everywhere. I, lo- I love the highs. Yes. I get so much done. I get so many ideas and it's like, but what? where's the line? Yeah. Yes. Well, and because it's like, yeah, if we had no... And art- also, you going on and off your meds is, you know... I just never go on them. Another distraction. Yeah. Because I do have, and I'm working through it, a fear of being well. Because what if I'm... What well, because what's your identity? Okay, then who am I? What's next? But, dude... Well, people and, cling and to so be, much. Not to be, like, you know, pluggy or droppy or whatever, but no. fucking this is Im- important, I think. It was really eye-opening for me... Um, so I do, I do the radio show every week, yeah. And Henry Winkler came on. Say the radio show. Uh, you up with Just Nikki Glaser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A great every, show. Uh, listen every week, serious. Serious XM. XM. It's a great Comedy show. Central they get amazing guests. Ninety-five. N- Nikki, Tom, you are great. Thanks. Yeah, it's so fun. And Henry Winkler came on. <gasps> That's my. I saw that and I was like, this is my dream guest, dude. He's the best. He is such a sweet, gentle, wonderful man. But he like said that he's not done. And that he is constantly moving forward towards reaching another thing. And the only way he can get there is through addressing the current thing that's like going on. You know what I mean? So it's like no matter how much we fear that, well, then what? It's like there's always something, it's gonna be something else. else. And then you take that then what 
and you use that as a little foundation to build upon the next. Yeah. You know? And like, dude, I, I watched this thing with Gabrielle Union. She said she's been in therapy for 23 years. And it's like, God damn, our brains trick us into thinking, well, I'm done now, but you can always dig deeper. You can always mold always it more. more. And our foundations are fucked up. So we're spending all... It took me so long to turn... Uh, like realization and um, awareness into action. Mm. You know what I mean? And so now like I'm that foundation, I'm like sealing up the cracks and I'm making it stronger and stronger so I can build other things on. Yeah. And if I stop all this shit, it crumbles. You think it will eventually in time. It will, it will without a doubt faster sometimes than others but yeah. it will always crumble so you want to build and you want to keep making it stronger and and henry fucking winkler look at this guy's fucking career i know he's still talking about being nervous at auditions like did i get it am i you know and he's like that to to be that to have that story of a career and to still want to work and want to have do better and to do, do better and to still not take for granted. Like, yeah, I'm Henry fucking Winkler. Of course I'm getting this role. Yeah. Not in an insecure way. Like I'm nothing, but like still like having that thing of like the, the humbleness and the lack of ego to, to not think that things should just be given. Yeah. And I really respected that. And that really spoke to me. Oh, I love that. Because I think with bipolar two, your ego gets out of control at times. Yeah. Like you when know? you're like mania, you're like, I yeah, deserve. You're like, I'm fucking God. I'm the bet. And it's like, chill out, man. Like, dude, I got a fucking, this is insane. I got a fucking commercial, right? And they had to shave my mustache. And I was like, I get work for my mustache, man. No, fuck you. Give me a mustache fee. Right. And I shaved it. And I was like, wait a minute. ZZ Top wouldn't even shave their beards for Gillette for millions of dollars, and I shave my mustache have for no an internet commercial. Who the fuck am I? I'm a weak And then man. I'm like, wait, who the fuck am I I'm comparing my myself mustache? to ZZ yeah, Top? ZZ. What? You're not ZZ Top. You're fucking ZZ Bottom. <laughs> no, you're not a bottom. We discussed <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. I am a ZZ Top, but I'm not the ZZ Top. Uh, you, know? you just put on a beard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You only fuck men when you're wearing a ZZ well, Top costume. I think costume. that's why I had so many girlfriends. I was just always wearing beards. <laughs> <laughs> i love you fuck there's just so much there to unpack and that's so interesting it is and that's the cool thing well because i think i'm at the point in my growth or you know like working on myself where i'm at the realization i've been, i mean i've been there for a while but i'm still in this like realizing things about myself and i'm hitting this crossroads of like is this just a thing i have to know about myself or like is there actually things i can do you can and it takes so long to turn that realization, that awareness into action. I because the toughest thing to do is to look yourself in the mirror and look deep down and, and go, go like, I'm not doing enough. I could do better. I need to work harder. It's And me. not in a judgmental way of like, you're a piece of shit. No, just, just in going, an honest, flat out, being a friend to yourself. Going, Someone hey. says something to me. They go, they go, you're my best friend and I love you and you were so fucking fun and cool. Why are you mean to my friend Ian? I want oh, you to be nice and that, kind to that's my gonna friend make me cry. Ian. Because I like being nice to my friend Ian and a lot of people like my friend. So why don't you like your friend? Oh. And I was like, "Oh my god." That's, that I like, like going to cry. Me, you know? Yeah. And then my I was talking to my We're so mean to ourselves. And yeah, and she was like, "I want you to bring Ian into the room and and be nice to him. Bring that healthy person in, you know?" 
Because it's hard, man, because we didn't parent ourselves. No, no, but no, there was like... And you have to. You got to... It's... I, I have a I mean, nobody parent... I had to parent myself and... Well, well, that's the Quote. thing. We had to parent ourselves, so we couldn't allow ourselves to be just kids. No, it's like fucking do better. You have to fix the house. Like, yeah, and and I, I still have. A, there are things that come up in therapy that I, I walk out on, and I'm like, I can't, I can't talk about because it'll like ruin me. And one of them is like looking at that kid of who I was. Oh, when people tell, when people try to make me go to my inner child, it's so fucking me. hard. I've sobbed alone in my car on the road from. A text message from Dana Moon being like, you know what you need to do is like picture your inner child, like picture you as a child and give her a hug and tell her that it's okay. Right. If I'm going to cry right now. I know. Why hasn't my period come? If I had to hug that kid when he got the news Ah. that his fucking dad is dead, like I would just fucking lose my shit. Yeah, because like. But he needs a hug. Yeah, because like in the moment, it's like you're, when your parents, parents, every parent fucks up. Even the ones who have good intentions and do a good job. And it's like, they didn't mean to not hug you in that moment. Or they didn't mean to, like, right. make you feel like you had to carry but their pain, too. But like our parents are the extension of God. They well, yeah, when are you're a our kid, gods. And when you realize they have faults and failures, that's it's, like, fucking, seismic. You're like, oh, so your whole reality is crushed. Yeah. So, like, having to see your parents struggle or go, like, oh, you're not. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, and it's as like a little kid, you don't, especially when you're in a situation where you just like have the world on your back and you're like, I just have to keep going. Right. Because as a kid, you're not. And that's the thing. You don't think about this shit. You don't get aware of it. You're just living. You're and just now taking one step aware at a time. It. It's like, okay, well, now do I just sit with it or I do something about it? You can sit with it for a while and that's okay. Well, it's acknowledging it, but then it's like, yes. well, wait, the figuring out, okay, what is the step to take is where I'm currently like working through. Well, it's like you get to celebrate little victories. Like it, it fucking, I feel like such a fucking asshole being like, Hey man, you got out of bed today. Sometimes it's like, I sent an email that to do lists. Huge. Checking something off a to do list. Shouldn't be as thrilling as it is, but I go like, look at that. You did it. Well, dude, a a friend of mine yesterday, she told me, she goes, you know, I have to be in constant contact with my body and listen to my body and like think like my heart is beating all the time. When you sleep, you go away and your heart is still working. Like, good job, buddy. No, and it's like especially <laughs> you know? anyone who has uh, and I th- this maybe is an unfair assumption that women have a higher body image issues. Right. But I feel it's true. Um and I realized cuz I went to this alternative therapist lady for a while who was like Sort of like a, take a bite of that sandwich, baby. I'm Get so in there. <laughs> he's got a whole sandwich in front of you guys. It looks delicious. And he's just been so, cu- like I would, <laughs> you can ch- fucking chew in the microphone. I don't give a fuck. I'm the grossest podcast host and guest, but, <laughs> oh, is that the signal? <laughs> that Asian lady pops up. <laughs> she starts sucking your dick. You want dick suck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. What were we just saying? I don't know, but I have an answer for you, I think. <laughs> what? You don't know what we're saying, but you have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> About it. what's the step that you should do. It's as simple as being nice to your friend, Jessica. Yeah. Oh, the body image thing. Right. Real quick. She she does. It's like acupressure. Like you basically get down to your underwear and she like pushes on pressure points. And it's very weird. But like she'll find places where energy's trapped. And it's like she'll show you somewhere else. I'm barely touching you. And you'll feel this excruciating pain. And it's literally like stuff getting released. But she... 
is Israeli and she would like rub my tummy. <laughs> she would rub my tummy and she would say these like sweet Hebrew things to it. <laughs> and I and, like, it's creepy saying out loud now, but like, she was the one who like she talked to me and she's like this is your body she's like look i know you look at your body you go i hate my stomach but she's like i'm gonna cry i'm just i think my period's coming so i'm extra emotional i'm always emotional i my period's quote always coming like it's my it's the wind (sighs) no but like she's like do you know how hard your stomach works every day and then when i started thinking about my body like parts of my body in terms of like me as a child not getting not someone going like like i was neglected Mm-hmm. And so I would like get good grades, and my mom hated me. Why am I crying my own fucking podcast? I hate you, Ian. I love you, Ian. Oh, he's hugging me, you guys. So, well, I would think of like my body in terms of like I'm just going my fucking stomach. It's gross. And then I think of like my mom, who is like did her best, but she's like borderline and like right. really disliked me when I was a child. Like she loved my brother and just hated me. And it was like I would get good grades, and like I tried so hard at everything, and it was just like never enough. It was like, I was like so smart. And she's like, oh, you fucking think you're special because you're smart. And like, she didn't want me in a gifted program. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, nah, I fucking, you're going to be a snob. And like, I would just do well at sports. It was just like, whatever, for the longest time. And like and Tanya I, Harding. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I. And I, Tanya. Um, when that movie came out, I, I tweeted it. Well, like when they announced the Oscar nominations and I was like, I hope, what is that actress's name? Allison. Janney. Janney. I was like, I hope Allison Janney gets the Oscar for playing my mom. <laughs> but like, and people go, people go like, your mom wasn't that bad. And I'm like, ah, she was probably worse. But like, it came from a good place. She just has her own fucking issues, you right. know. Like, and she's as an adult been like, I don't fucking, I probably shouldn't have had kids. I, I love you. Thank God you turned out the way you did. How but old was she when she had you? Twenty. She was thirty when she had me, mm-hmm. and she also had me through artificial insemination. She, she the funny, the, the funny, but also she like fucking so things. Like she you. tried so hard to have kids, and she's like, she had so so many miscarriages, and she's like. I don't know why the fuck I wanted kids so bad. Mm-hmm. And I think this was, she never, she's never officially said, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think a lot of parents don't. But I think this, that was kids. her making amends was going, man, I fucking, I did not know what I was doing. And she acknowledged, like her acknowledging that. And we laughed about it. It was so cathartic. But like, now I think I'll catch myself being like, oh, my fucking gross stomach. And I think of like, oh, my stomach's like digesting all this food and like breaking it down. It gives me nutrients and like my fucking legs, I get mad and like, because especially with my arthritis, I'm like fucking ankles hurt and I have to sit down and my hips hurt and then I'm like, oh, they like, your legs take you around the world. Like, yeah. It's amazing what your body does. Like, look at these fucking eyes taking in everything around you. Yeah. And I just go, oh, I have a fucking lazy eye and it's right? like, it's just crazy the way we shit on ourselves and especially yeah. a body and like, just the thing about your heart. Sorry, it's clearly a trigger but I'm like, it's their fucking, like, you're checking out, and your heart's like, I don't yep. clock out. I'm here for you, yep. man. Like, I got you yeah. 24-7. I will yes. keep beating until you have one too many yep. cheeseburgers, and then I'm fucking out, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I did yeah, my yeah. best. Yeah. Like, you don't appreciate me. Right. That's what heart attacks are. It's like, hey, you've ignored nah. my... Well, sometimes <laughs> I almost think about that with my body pain, too, is like, because I've tried to get... I literally just, from the body pain, I was like, I'll try anything. Like, well, I'll fucking... What do I... Do I need to talk right. to my bones? But sometimes I do think like pain things and physical symptoms. It's like, especially like heart disease. Sometimes it ha- it's like it happens out of nowhere. But even like lungs. Part of me is like, well, what if it's your body being like, "Fuck you, dude! You're just fucking sucking in smoke to me. Fuck off!" Like, yeah, no, yeah. you get cancer. I don't care. Right. You're, you've been hurting me for 25 years. Right. You are, now you're what? I'm going to hurt you. Like sometimes I'm like, what if our bodies are spiteful? Right. Oh, you ate dairy? Well, guess what? Diarrhea, yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, 
This is crazy. I just went off on a fucking crazy tangent. Good. I love you. I love you. Can we just do our own therapy on a podcast every week? Yeah, this is nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it nice for you or did I just unload it on really you? It really was. You didn't unload anything. Ah. Uh, it was great. That felt good. Yeah, good. Let it out. Listen to the birds <laughs> chirping. I, I mean, what is better than this We're right like now? outside. It's a perfect New York day. Right? And I cried on a patio. Yeah. On Ari Shafir's patio. That's right. Thanks, Dad. You're yeah. not listening. Uh, what else? Okay. Final thoughts. Any last messages? Bipolar, bisexual, any things that you think maybe are like stereotypes I didn't mention that you could would want to um, be like, hey, don't think this or like, we're not all. Really well, everyone knows we're not all. Really love sense. yourself and know that for however much you're struggling, someone else is getting their dick sucked by someone with dirty, <laughs> Chinese dirty teeth. <laughs> we had like such a deep, wonderful discussion. It's just like the one takeaway is Chinese dirty teeth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. That's what they were. I don't know what you want me to tell you. No, I mean, look, man, like it, 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 uh, everyone's going through their own shit. And we don't even know about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so everyone like, has their own struggle. When we get struggle. like angry or whatever at someone or like uh, things like that, it's like, I, I don't even know. So it's like, you got to check in with yourself you got to listen to your body. you got to, you know, part of your head wants you dead, and then the other part <laughs> is trying to keep you alive. What you a know. mind fuck. It really is, man. Life is a mind fuck, dude. It is. It's, yeah. just, it's just this crazy roller coaster we're all riding, man. Yeah, man. We're just here. Sometimes you get so off So is that puke. lady with Chinese dirty teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Love yourself and love the people around you, and uh, we're all gonna fucking die. What Jesus a great Christ, message. we're all gonna fucking leave for work one day, and we ain't gonna come. And home. we're never coming home. Yeah, so uh, I hope I don't well die at work. Actually, our work's on stage. That'd be kind of funny. I hope right? I do, and people are like great bit, and right? then they're like waiting. Yeah, I don't know. Live a life that you want people to to fucking talk about when you're done. Not even that. Live a life that makes you happy. Yeah, like f- do the things that make you feel loved and happy. Yes, because like. Yeah, money's cool, but we're all going to fucking just get eaten by worms. And well, th- I will. I don't want a casket. Listen to yourself. Don't listen to anyone else but yourself. Yeah. Listen to your heart. Where can <laughs> people find you? Oh, man. You can find me everywhere, dude. Um, Ian is literally on every fucking show in New York. It's insane. Ah, uh, you're a sweetheart. Um, at iAnimal on Instagram. Yeah. That's where I post there a lot. Ianfidance.com. I-A-N-F-I-D-A-N-C-E.com for all my he dates in the city it. and being... A little road to Rooney and uh, Ian Finance's Wild World is the name of my podcast. You can download it on iTunes. Do it, you guys. Do it. Yeah. Subscribe. He's great. Leave a review so he gets five stars and gets more reviews and more oh, people find thank it. Thank you. Thank you. You're wonderful. I love you. Thank you. I really enjoyed this. Me too. I'm still yeah. crying. I think Ari's here. Oh, look at that. Perfect timing. <laughs> or he's being robbed. Yeah, right. All right. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye bye. Well, there you go. Bye, bye, bye with Ian Fidance. I'm sorry that I said that. Will I call the episode that? Probably not. We'll see. Did I? You already know at this point if you're still listening. If you like the podcast, again, can't remind you enough. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes, share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Big thank you to my League of Extraordinary Idiots in my Patreon. That's John, Matt, Greg, Andre, Terry. Um, and thanks again to VIP Idiot Savant Nick. Um, you guys keep the episodes flowing and I'm so thankful uh, did I miss somebody if I missed you tell me I am just on a roll you guys but thank you 
Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Give me your feedback in the Facebook group or in the Patreon or, you know, wherever the social media is that you uh, find me on. Because I'm on all of them, at JMS Comedy. Um, yeah. Follow the podcast. It's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. We got the Facebook group, which is fun. Fun way to chat, get to know each other. Um, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. If you have any additional questions about a guest, you want a different guest, you want things covered, let me know. Hit me up. I'm doing my best to accommodate wherever I can. Uh, and, uh, you know, keep sending questions. Keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thanks again for listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. As always, see you soon, idiots. <laughs>